0: Love is a sacrifice. I feel like each one of us give love in a very unique way. I would say that my definitive purpose is to call forth the faith in each and every woman on this earth. It gives you the idea that you are pushing to birth something beautiful into this world. Welcome to the
1: Unlocking Happiness Podcast. I'm Amy Dix, international best-selling author, speaker, and founder of Choose Happy. Collectively, our community builds a better world. I believe life is made up of moments. We have short moments, long moments, good moments, and bad moments. We make sure that all of your life moments are filled with meaning and joy. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest on the internet, happiest podcast. Now let's unlock happiness. Hello, all you crazy happy people out there. This is Amy Dix with Choose Happy, and you are here on another episode of Unlocking Happiness. And today we are Unlocking Happiness with Krista Bar-Bastian, and she was born and raised in the Bahamas. She is a separated single mother of four children, and she has this what I would call um, left brain to her, but I have a feeling even though she is a CPA by trade she's got a lot of creativity and she'll be sharing that with us today she has an upcoming book called woman push powerfully and we are going to talk all about
0: how to birth your purpose and push through pain so welcome to the show Krista so happy to have you on Thank you so much, Amy. It is quite the privilege to be here. I am excited. Couldn't wait for this moment. I am just so excited to be here. Happy to have you on. I mean, what a, what a big topic, but yet
1: so, so small. Like when we talk about purpose, like that's, feels so big, right? Like that feels so gigantic. But once we like, I feel like once we define that in our life, and we can get more and more clear on it, it's actually this very narrow thing that allows us to follow this very narrow path. So I can't wait to talk about that. And also your book woman push powerfully. Tell us a little bit about what woman push powerfully is and what kind of inspired you to write it
0: okay so woman push powerfully is a call to faith for each and every woman in this earth living in this world wanting to be able to birth the fruit of them so woman push powerfully so it gives you the idea that you are pushing to birth something beautiful into this world and we speak about purpose and that is exactly what purpose is coming into the truth of who you are and being able to serve that fluently into the world. And so Woman Push Powerfully is based on my life's journey. I have not had a smooth and easy road, Amy. I have had (laughs) to do some ducking and dodging and pushing and pulling to get where I am today. And so I just wanted to be able to share my journey of finding myself, Mm. of finding my truth, of finding my innate power within and being able to serve that into the world. And Woman Push Powerfully is the first fruit of that. And I am so excited to be here today because I was able to unlock the truth and the power of who I am and I do believe that it is my duty as human being and as woman to be able to share the goodness of what I have found out. And so that's why we have a book today.
1: Yes, I love it. I mean, most people, you know, that's what they write about, right? They, yes. they overcome some challenge and we feel like we need to share it in, into yes. the world. And so I love that so much. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, you typically people along those lines aren't going to write about like, here's how you find your purpose unless... They, they they were at a point at one that you felt like maybe you didn't have a purpose or you didn't know what your purpose was. So yes. tell us about that moment where you kind of were like maybe fleeting a little bit and, and where were you at that point in your life and so what happened?
0: It was at a time where I found myself successful in terms of what society deems it. I was a, well, I'm still on, but I was a certified public accountant. I had the perfect certifications I had the perfect job and I had what appeared to be the perfect family I was married with about three kids at that time and pregnant with a thought beauty beauty <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> how can it get any better than that perfect family perfect job like, what else do you want Krista and but the truth of the matter is I was not fulfilled within I was not happy within like there was something missing and and this lack inside started to show on the outside where I found myself and a marriage that was crumbling in a job that was no longer fulfilling and felt like a burden and it all came to edge at the birth of my fourth child this is where I found myself with four kids and now separated two weeks after the birth of my fourth child mm. now having to mother these kids all on my own with four young kids. And so this is where I came to the understanding that, okay, Chris, it is time to find out exactly who you are. Because obviously you should have the power within you to be able to see these struggles through. And the only way you can do that is by finding a supernatural being within you to be able to find your way through this. And so that is when I came to get serious about knowing about my creation. And so I started with God and knowing that I was a creation of God. And if I was a creation of God, then no doubt I am powerful because he is powerful and he is sovereign. And so that led me to build a faith, to build a faith in me that would give me the fortitude to be able to run push, fight, kick, and jump Mm -hmm. over every hurdle to be able to see the fruit of my womb being birthed in this world. And so Woman Push Powerfully is really a step-by-step journey of how I was able to build the faith that I needed to see the fruitfulness of me come through.
1: You know, so you said something that I think uh, maybe some of the the listeners might be curious about which is you gave birth to your fourth child and I think you said it was two and then you were separated two weeks after and now you had to figure out how to raise these four children on your own so I'm curious does that mean the father just
0: left yes and so it so happened where we separated and he laughed. And so at that time, I really only had my mother to be able to come in and assist me because here it is, I have a baby. I have a one-year-old on the side of a baby. I'm
1: and he, and, and he wasn't willing to be a part of your children's lives?
0: Not in a way that would be of substantial help in terms of being able to take care of them daily. No. Got it. So I would have had to lean on my mother and she would have been with me for two years after that separation. And then she died (gasps) suddenly and unexpectedly. Oh, she wow. Died. And so that just carried me to a space where I was like, OK, life is trying to do something to me and I'm not going to allow it to happen. And she died nine days after my grandmother. So I was faced for the death of my grandmother and my mother in basically a space of a week after now trying to recoup from a separation that left me a single mother. And so- I'm like, it's not <laughs>
1: Let me just put this in perspective real quick, Um, maybe for my own brain, but uh, I just want to put this timeline together. So you gave birth Uh, two weeks later, you were separated, Separated. right? Uh, Your mom came to help you uh, after that separation Uh, somewhere. Your grandmother passed and then and then your your mother passed. So, right. So actually, your grandmother passed shortly after having the child
0: no so they both passed two years after the birth of the child within the space years of a week. after gotcha okay okay. So okay within the two space years of a week both of them passed understood okay yes. so here you are
1: with a two-year-old at this point yeah exactly. okay yes. and year old. okay still i can't even imagine so sh- she's you know your support system and and now you've lost that support system so as well as your grandmother it sounds like you may have had a relationship with your grandmother as well or was both of them
0: both of them supported me tremendously throughout this entire journey and so to lose them definitely weighed on me it did absolutely and how did this impact how old were
1: your other three children at this point
0: So at this point, I had a 2 year old, I had a three year old, I had a five year old, and then I had a 10 year old.
1: So maybe more so uh, the question applies to the 10 year old, but how did that impact your oldest child?
0: Um, strangely enough, and people always ask me this question, strangely enough, they coped really well with it. Mm -hmm. And I would want to say it was because their dad was never hands on in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so having him not there, Mm -hmm. I don't believe that it it impacted them at a level whereas if they had somebody that was hands on, you know, and connected with them, you mm-hmm. know, in a way where his absence would have mattered because I didn't see signs whereas it would have had a great impact on them. Mm-hmm. Now there's still a possibility that it may show up some sure. somewhere. Sure. But as of now, there were no significant signs of it. And I thank God for that yeah so mm
1: -hmm. what age are your children now
0: so now we are at 12 we are at eight we are at four and we're at five (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) so what is your biggest challenge that you face today
0: so my biggest challenge that I face today is being able to hold on to the faith that I am convicted above and I try to encourage each and every person that I come into contact to a grip and to hold on to it relentlessly because if I preach it, I must do it. And it is a very hard thing to do, to be able to hold faith and hope in each situation because life doesn't stop. It doesn't care that you lost your grandmother and your mother last year. It doesn't care that you were separated two years before that. It is going to do what it has to do. And so knowing that I need to be able that I am firm in the fact that I am going to hold on relentlessly, regardless of what it presents to me. And so that is the biggest challenge that I have. Being able to make sure that I stay firm in the faith that I claim works for me.
1: <laughs> right. So, something interesting, and I think I've said this on the show before, but it is uh, this whole idea that life is happening as opposed to life happens, because life happens is almost just like d- dismissive, like, well, life happens, kind of like, well, shit happens, right? Life yeah. happens. So, right. instead, like, life is happening and it's how we kind of cope and deal with, like, it's always exactly. going to be about it evap- be- exactly. Yeah, It's always <laughs> going to be happening. So, so you said, like, you know, life doesn't care, or so you, something along these lines, that, you know, that I yeah. just went through separation, or it, like, it doesn't stop, right? So, yeah, yeah. So you talk about faith a lot, and I'm curious, um, were, were you always very connected to your faith, or is this something that came about um, when you kind of felt found yourself at the lower point in your life
0: i was always connected to my faith um i spoke about my grandmother earlier and i had two grandmothers who were very strong on faith and they always encouraged me to create and keep a relationship with god and so i knew god from a very young age because of my because of my grandmothers um it's just that you grow up and you kind of start to have views of your own and you want to see life for yourself and so those kind of things happen but when you get to a point where you realize that something is definitely missing and you try to backtrack into what it could possibly be be, and you dig deeper into what it could possibly be then you are drawn back to the very same roots of faith. And so that is what happened to me because life had happened to me. (laughs) I had to go back to what I knew my grandmothers told me would work because they should know something. And so that is when I found my faith again, got serious about it and grounded myself in it to be able to find the power within me.
1: So let's talk about happiness for a moment. And, uh, you know, I think happiness is obviously. I mean, you're on a show called Unlocking Happiness. Uh, So but I do think that sometimes it's such a general term that it's hard for people to grasp. Right. So how do you define happiness?
0: I define happiness as being able to serve others. I feel like happiness is being able to give of myself. Um, I do believe that love is the strongest force in the world. And I believe that once you're able to find your form of love, which I consider your fruit, and you are able to serve that to somebody, that will give you a fulfillment beyond measure. That will give you a uh, happiness that you can find no other place in this world and so very simply put happiness is love and it's not getting love necessarily it's being able to open up yourself to sacrifice and give love and so that is what i truly believe that is yeah mm-hmm. so giving love in like
1: what way like i think giving love can be really easy in some times and it can be really hard (laughs) in other times, right?
0: So expand more on that. Love is a sacrifice. Love is definitely a sacrifice. And so... To be able to give love, you'd have had to connect with a part of yourself that is supernatural. Because in your human form, as you are now, you can't just give love. It is something supernatural that has to happen for you to be able to deny yourself and extend yourself enough to be able to pour out love. And that's why love is such a great happening. Hmm. And so I do believe that there are forms of love. But I feel like each one of us give love in a very unique way. And I feel like that is connected with your purpose. And so when I talk to you about faith, I'm talking to you about connecting with my creator who is love and being able for him to connect with me and show me the vision that he had designed when he created Krista. So he says to me, Krista, when I created you, I thought of you pouring into women around the globe. That is how I thought of you to serve. And so that now becomes my form of love. There may be many things in this life that I desire to do. I may not want to pour out to women, but <laughs> God is telling me, that is what I designed you to do, daughter. That is what I designed you to do. That is my vision for your life. And so when I come into um, now sit perfectly into the plan of God and realize that that is his vision for my life, that is my love fruit, then I am able to step into that and serve that more freely once I am continuously connected with him. And I believe that once I serve that from the depth of me in truth, that that is where my happiness will flow from. That is where my fulfillment then flows from. And so I do not believe happiness is having a title, having a possession having my personal dreams come true or having somebody just love me because I want to be loved. That is not happiness, but happiness is a giving act. It Mm. comes by giving of yourself. It comes by serving. It comes by looking after the needs of others because your life is so much bigger than you are. And once you come into realizing that, then you are at a place where you become a channel for love and being a channel for love is something that not many of us get to experience because we're so caught up on ourselves and so we're in this continual pursuit for happiness but we don't understand that it's just through giving it's simply through the act of giving
1: so this is so interesting yeah i was just at a conference this weekend with my publisher and he was talking about um definitive purpose and uh napoleon hill's very famous book uh 15 laws of success or something along those lines anyway i ended up getting the book because he was if i found it so fascinating he only talked about the first law which is finding your he napoleon hill calls it something else i think it's your definitive chief aim but um but really it's what that's what it is like like, what is your definitive purpose, right? And the word definitive just really got me um, as he was talking about it during the conference, because I think we can say, like, what is your purpose? And you can kind of think through that, you know, and, and maybe answer it here or there. But when you say what is your definitive purpose, purpose, right, then that changes it so much. So um, I think you answered it in, in, in what you were saying. But I just want to like in, in a sentence, what would you say your definitive purpose? purpose is?
0: I would say that my definitive purpose is to call for the faith in each and every woman on this earth, in this world, on this globe, to be able to recognize that there is something so great within her that the world needs, that I need, that you need, Amy. And if she doesn't do it, then the beauty of those around her will not come to full past. Like it has to happen. I am here today because you were able to reach into the beauty of who you are and you created this platform for me now to come behind you and to share my fruitfulness. And so we are all connected. And so I want each woman to realize the connectivity because of their fruit. And once we do that, we will have a beautiful place to live.
1: <laughs> this world is going to be a
0: better place. <laughs> no lack of happiness. <laughs> because everybody fits nicely into the place where they were designed to fit yeah everybody in their proper place so, out as they should it's so cool
1: because I think um in in more words than than not what you're I'm kind of saying is that you are helping other women to find their definitive purpose, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. Something is so great. You said I, I, and I think I wrote this right. I might have a couple words um mixed up here, but something is so great within her that she must share it with the world.
0: Must. It's must share it with the world. Very. You cannot leave this earth without giving us you. Even yes. Person is carries a beauty that we need and to see people leave this earth and not being able to unpack that yeah what a, like what a tragedy right <laughs> like, we so need good to unpack ourselves we need to be able to unpack ourselves yeah because if we don't do that sometimes I really truly believe that we hinder the fruitfulness of somebody else yeah and we don't want to you understand and so that's yeah
1: regret I think is you know a big thing (laughs) and a big fear that uh, you know regret unfulfilled through through my research um I have found that there's like three main things um that people fear regret unfulfillment and death itself and so uh you know here we're talking a little bit about regret but the thing is is like I don't think people will have the regret if they don't do the work to understand what it is that's so great in them right like because once you figure out what that is Then you will have regret to say, but if I don't do it, I'm going to regret it. Right. So you don't know what you don't know. So to go through that work is really, really important. Really, really, really important. Yeah. And you help people to find that.
0: Yes. I love love that. that. I love that.
1: (laughs) So tell us, um, where can we find your book?
0: So the book is going to be available on amazon.com. So you can go ahead and purchase it. I I guarantee you that there is something in it for you. That is my guarantee. (laughs) If you... (laughs) You can reach out to me and say, Krista, you guaranteed this, but it didn't happen. And I will work with you because I am positive. I am confident that there is something in this book for you to grab a hold on and that will carry you into a space that will usher you into a dimension that you have never, ever seen before. And so that is my complete guarantee to anyone that decides to pick up the book.
1: I love it so much. And how can people
0: connect with you if they
1: want to connect with you?
0: Okay, so I am on Facebook at Woman Push Powerfully WW Worldwide. So that's Woman Push Powerfully WPP Worldwide. I am also there as Krista Barbastian you can find me there as Krista Barbastian and I am also on Instagram on another platform that I run called Ad Events by Krista and what we do there is we create transformational experiences for women to reach deep within them to be able to pull out the beauty of their own and so I will be delighted to have you join me on either one of those platforms and of course purchase the book because once again I do believe that I was sent just for you so (laughs) (laughs)
1: awesome okay so i have one last question for you and it's a question that i ask all the guests okay okay so it's a two-part question the first part of this question is if you had seven more days left to live what would you do
0: if i had seven more days left to live I, you know, I certainly believe in serving others and in, in whatever way I can. And so definitely I would go out on the streets and serve in any which way. I would just be nice in the simplest of ways. Like it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. I just want them to believe that I am the craziest woman on earth at that time. Like this <laughs> Like this crazy nice woman just running the streets of the Bahamas, just being an absolute fool. Yes, that's me because just simple, just simple, simple love acts for the full seven days. And I would be the happiest camper. Like I would die happy. That would be me. (laughs) OK, I love this.
1: Okay, so now the second part of this question is, if you only had seven more days left to live, but you were in a debilitated state, so you couldn't run around, you know the world and do all these like crazy kind things. Uh, so all we had left was your words. What is the last bit of advice that you would want to give the world?
0: The last bit of advice that I would want to give the world is there is beauty in who you are and that you matter. You matter. You are necessary. And I need you to believe that you are necessary. The world needs you. Give the world what it needed from you before you leave. It's as simple as that. Yes.
1: Love it. You matter. Mm -hmm. Krista, thank you so much for unlocking happiness with us today. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be sure to let everyone know where they can find a copy of your book. And we will put those links in the show notes. Thank you for being with us. It was a pleasure. It was an absolute pleasure. Amy Dix here. Thank you so much for listening to Unlocking Happiness. I hope you loved the show. And if you did, post a link to your social media, tag a friend, and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. Help spread more happiness in the world by leaving us a review. If you would like to learn more about what we do, visit choose-happy.me. And if you want to be a future guest, click on the podcast tab to learn more. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, Unlocking Happiness with Amy Dix. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and hit subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean the world to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, choose happy.me, or join our Facebook group called The Happiest Group on Facebook. Thanks for listening. This is Amy Dix, and we will see you next time.